Have you used the new buy now, pay later loans to purchase something that you wanted over the holiday season or into the new year? Something like new tech or clothing or even uh, something other than sweatpants, I guess, for what was supposed to be your return to the office. Well, what we're seeing is more and more Americans are taking advantage of this new form of borrowing, and they're using apps from the new fintech companies like Affirm, Afterpay, Klarna, and Sezzle. And in this post, what I'm going to try to do for you is highlight some positives and negatives of this growing source of credit. Welcome to the Financial Verse podcast. I'm your host, Harry Stout. This podcast is dedicated to improving your financial wellness. Our focus is to educate and inform about all aspects of money. We seek to reduce the financial anxiety, stress, and drama you face daily dealing with money. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Financial Verse Podcast. I'm your host, Harry Staub. In this episode, we're going to discuss the new buy now, pay later loans that have become so popular and provide you with information that'll help you determine if these loans are right for you. So let's begin. Have you used the new buy now, pay later loans to purchase something that you wanted over the holiday season or into the new year? Something like new tech or clothing or even uh, something other than sweatpants, I guess, for what was supposed to be your return to the office. Well, what we're seeing is more and more Americans are taking advantage of this new form of borrowing, and they're using apps from the new fintech companies like Affirm, Afterpay, Klarna, and Sezzle. And in this post, what I'm going to try to do for you is highlight some positives and negatives of this growing source of credit. So let's begin in the sense of what is buy now, pay later? Buy now, pay later is a new form of credit that gives you the option to split what you owe into smaller equal payments that are spread out over the course of a few weeks or months. And in most cases, you don't have to pay any interest. This new form of credit was developed to offer consumers a new way to make purchases without having to add to their outstanding interest accruing credit card balances. So an easy, convenient way to buy something, if you will, and to finance it. And stores and companies what they do is they pay these providers, these buy now, pay later companies, fees for this service. And in reality, it's going to cost them more. These fees are usually more than what they would pay the credit card companies for using their card, their particular card. And the reason that the, the various stores are willing to do this is that con consumers really like this, the, this new way of buying. It's a great convenience. And in fact, I've used it. Just so you know, I've used it for a couple of things that I've purchased. Now, you can buy products throughout a whole different range of price points from something as low as $100 to something of, uh, that you pay several thousand dollars for. And one of the key things, when you're buying one of these products using buy now, pay later, you will select that option at uh, the checkout online or in the app. And if you're approved, the purchase is sent to you and the cost is split into the payment schedule. So typically four payments made bi-weekly or monthly uh, until the balance is paid in full. And then the way you set up and the way this is done, approval only takes a few minutes. And we'll talk about how that works in a minute. 
So as you look at buy now, pay later, new convenient way to borrow, easy to easy to use. And uh, there are some caveats here. So let me give you some key takeaways about buy now, pay later plans that you should think about. First off, unlike credit card companies or other consumer loan lenders, these buy now, pay later companies generally don't conduct a hard credit inquiry that'll impact your credit scores when you apply. Instead, most of them only require that you be of a certain age, have a mobile phone number, have an existing debit or credit card, and that they can confirm your identity. So this is it's different from other forms of credit. No hard check. Secondly, consumers need to make sure as you are using this that you keep track of what you're doing. You don't want to become overextended. As easy as these new loans are for paying for purchases, you always need to make sure you're able to afford whatever it is you're trying to buy. And another common sense question to ask yourself is, is this item really necessary? I know it's convenient. I can get it, I can get it shipped to me very quickly, but is it, is it really something that I need? Is it a necessity? If it is, a good thing is that the buy now, pay later can give you the flexibility to make a purchase that you need sooner than you'd otherwise be able to save for. So it's if it's for something you want instead of need, you might want to consider saving up to pay for that item. But on the other hand, it, this could be a good thing for you. Number three, it's important to know that at this time, most of the buy now, pay later credit, the credit that you're being granted is not being reported to the credit bureaus and it won't impact your credit score. In some situations, it might. So you're gonna to have to check with that particular buy now, pay later company to see if they report or if they don't report. Because if they don't report and you're in the process of getting and trying to build your credit scores, having an obligation that you repay for buy now, pay later is not gonna help your credit history and won't increase your score. Now, number four, for those buy now, pay later plans that do report to the credit bureaus, if you make a late payment and they report that payment to the credit reporting agency, it's going to harm your credit history. So again, you need to research whether or not the particular buy now, pay later company reports to the credit bureaus before using their service. Number five, many of these companies don't charge interest, but what they will do is charge you late fees if you miss a payment and they will use collection agencies if you don't repay the credit extended. So please, please be sure to carefully review the buy now, pay later terms and conditions to understand your obligations. Now, number six, and this is real important, so please uh, listen, if you will, to this one. Many of the buy now, pay later products don't have the same consumer protections as uh, other types of credit. And that you're you know, used to with credit cards. Our credit cards today in our country, they do come with a number of different protections. You, you're not going to get a lot of that with the buy now, pay later companies. So for, I'll give you an example. A buy now, pay later company may hold you responsible for the total cost of a purchase, even after you've returned that product. So I encourage you to read and understand the merchant's specific return policies before you click and sign on. Number seven, you, also, you always should compare buy now, pay later to other payment options that you have available. Stores many times offer credit options to finance their purchases and 
you should carefully consider which option is best for you, including if you're trying to improve your credit scores or maybe you don't want something to show uh, on your credit history. Number eight, if you use a buy now, pay later loan, an obligation that you take that on, please be sure you put calendar reminders or set up bank auto pay to avoid missed payments and fees. Now, I've tried to put a lot into a very short period of time here. There's a great resource out there and I'll put it in the show notes for you. And that is a, a document that's been put together or a series of documents put together by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. And on their website, they have a complete discussion of this subject. And again, it's a great resource and I'll put it in the show notes for you. So let me summarize today's session on buy now, pay later loans. The, this is a great new form of credit that uh, can help you buy things. You can qualify it. You can use nice, easy fintech apps that make the process really convenient for you. But like any other form of debt, I just want to give you the caution. Please use it for good reasons. Maybe you need to buy new tech for your work or your side gig, and that's fantastic. But to use this capability to fund your normal living expenses, that's not good. That's, that's a bad credit. And you know, I've talked about this in prior podcasts. So overall, the choice is up to you. More and more tempting options are being made available to all of us to facilitate buying things. So just make sure the things that you're buying are those that you really need and not just what you want. So that's our episode for today. We look forward to our next session together. Thanks for listening today. The Financialverse podcast is brought to you by Better Wealth. Better Wealth's mission is to unlock intentional living by helping you better manage your money. To find out more, go to betterwealth.com. If you like what you've heard today, please rate us on your podcast service and forward today's program to your family and friends. We would really appreciate it. To learn more about the Financialverse, please visit financialverse.com.